Hey everyone, I'm back here with a lot of conversations that I had over the weekend, and there was one thing that really jumped out at me, and I think jumped out at the other person when we were talking, which was just having a conversation about not holding back. The thing that both of us noticed was that both of us, when we were kids, were really sensitive and really cared about what other people thought, how other people reacted, how other people felt, if other people were okay, if they were healthy, etc. And that, I think, at the base of it is a good thing. That sensitivity as a kid and that sensitivity in general allows you to have empathy, to connect with people, to be a really good person. I think that that lies at the base of a lot of really good people. They resonate with others and they feel for them and they want the best for them. And they're genuinely concerned for their well-being. However, this can trap people with those approaches and those instincts because when we care so much about others, we often hold ourselves back by thinking that we're preventing them from some experience that could be bad for them if we just don't open up and don't say something tough and don't have a hard conversation because we want to avoid those negative feelings and the unease of those moments and everything that they bring. However, when you step back and analyze these situations, what is really happening in the long run and what's really happening overall? When we hold ourselves back from sharing something that we believe or something authentic with someone else, they're not getting to hear a new perspective. They're not getting to hear reality. They're not being exposed to what others truly think, believe, see, feel. And that makes their reality less true. And that makes their conception of what the world really is false. And not as accurate as it could be if they were exposed to these truths, this information, these realities that have been concealed from them and typically concealed out of a desire to not bother them, a desire to not throw them off of their base stable state. It's important to realize that in the long run, when people are further out of touch with reality, what really happens is they set themselves up for greater disillusion from being disappointed from being shocked by what they come across because the model that they had constructed based on those things that were not fully true will come to show when their engagement with reality in other circumstances does not align with the model that they developed because the model they developed was based on people hiding the truth from them because they were scared that they wouldn't react well to it. So what do you do? How do you work with these people? How do you work with this, with all of this? Well, what I've come to 
think and do in my operation is, of course, is it hard to convey some things to people? Is it likely that people will become uneasy by certain things that we say because they're just not ready or it's not something that they particularly like? Yeah, of course. That's a reality that we will always have to contend with. We always will come across things that we don't particularly like, that we don't particularly want to be exposed to, that we don't fully appreciate, that we'd prefer to not be exposed to or thinking about or interacting with at any given time. But if we can be ourselves and share these realities with other people, well, that does a couple of things. First, when we authentically share what we believe and those realities with other people, we give them the opportunity to see more of reality. And when we see more of reality, we have a greater capacity to know what the truth is and what's really out there rather than being built on a misconception. And of course, that's hard. That feels uncomfortable. But ultimately, it's what you believe. It's what you think. It's what you're seeing. And that brings me to the second thing that it does for us, which is apart from allowing others to see reality and understand it, it allows us to improve our opinions and our perspectives. When we share what we really think with others, they have the opportunity to hear that and to react to it. We can find out that the way that they were seeing it and the way that we were seeing it were very different and that the way that they were seeing it was actually wrong and they accept that this reality that we're sharing with them is a better one, is more accurate, is more valid, is more useful. And that's a good thing. When we share something with someone else and they didn't expect to hear something and then they find that out and they say, oh, you know what? That information makes me change my mind. That's fantastic. I will warn all of us though, it typically doesn't go that way. As we typically react quickly to hearing that someone else has a different perspective from us in a way that leads us to argue, to try to hold on to our conception of reality, to defend it in some way, because that makes our reality more stable. Finding out that the reality that we were living in is not exactly as we thought, well, that's really destabilizing and uncomfortable. And when someone else introduces that to us, well, that can cause anxiety and a reaction to try to defend ourselves. And we defend ourselves in order to relieve our anxieties, in order to defend our reality and our conception of the world. Because if our conception of the world can stay the same, then that's, that's less work. The world's more predictable. It's easier. There's less to do. So when we share what we really think with others, they're likely to defend themselves and, and to follow up with us. And that information, that perspective, that reaction to what we think, that can help us to better inform our view of the world, to better inform our understanding, to better inform what reality is on the other side of what we think. When we share things with other people, well, we get to hear what they think, and we get to hear what might be wrong in our point of view at any point in time. And when we get that feedback, it can be a few things. It can open our eyes to one or two things that we were missing. It can 
completely show us that we were right. And it can also show us that we were completely wrong. And of course, there are plenty of points along the spectrum between all of those. And that's a beautiful thing, in my view, to be able to share openly with others what one thinks, how one sees the world, to hear what they think, and then to refine our perspectives. That makes all of us better people. We all walk away from those interactions when we disagree with a more accurate and complete understanding of the world, at least through being able to be exposed to a perspective that is not our own. It's very, very difficult to see the world through eyes that are not your own because, well, in our lives, we will likely only see the world through our own eyes. And that's it. We will never be able to understand what it's like to be someone else. And when someone else can share their perspective with us, that is probably one of the closest things to understanding what life is like for them. When they hear a set of information and the interpretation of that information, they're going to react because we're not all going to see things the same way. And that's good. We all, as individual components, comprise a big network. And when that network comes together, we all become stronger. We all become more intelligent. We all become wiser and more adept to act in this world. And providing more opportunities to do that to other people is a really good thing. And when we open up and we share, apart from just being able to get information back from other people, we get to see who is a good actor, who is someone who can deal with information that diverges from their opinion, who is able to deal with new information, a new perspective that they haven't heard before, who is able to appreciate it, to work through it, to have grace in their response. These are all great indicators of who will be a great friend, who's a good person, and with whom do we want to spend our time? With whom do we want to spend our lives? These are the big questions of life, right? Who we spend our lives with really makes a difference in the quality of our life, what we learn, what we're going to be exposed to, what our opinions will be, how we will make sense of the world. We share so much with friends and people in our networks to inform just that. What's our perspective? How are we going to approach this thing we call life? And wouldn't it be better to surround ourselves with people who are willing to see through multiple perspectives? Who want that? Who appreciate that? Who don't see a challenge to their opinions and their worldview as a threat, but rather see it as an opportunity? See it as something interesting, something curious, something that can open their eyes and make them better? Really sharing what we think with other people and opening the door to productive conflict or perhaps unproductive conflict. At least as I've come to see it, all the outcomes are great. You find out that person is not a good actor. Great. One less bad actor in your life. You find out that this person wants to reply to you and wants to share and wants to interact, well, great. You find someone who could be a great thought partner. There are so many good things that can come from this, from this sharing of opinions authentically and openly and really being ourselves and not trying to hide it through the desire for others to be okay 
and for the through the desire of others to not be thrown off of their daily lives. Even think about our own lives. Many of us are more likely to be thrown off in a, in, in a given day by just what happens inside of our own heads than we are to be thrown off by what other people do. And that's something good to acknowledge as well. It's not just other people who throw people off in life. It is the people themselves who throw themselves off. And perhaps it's better for them to be able to talk to someone else to get thrown off rather than having to try to talk to themselves. I definitely prefer a conflict with someone else than a conflict inside of my own head. And finding others who can participate and collaborate and share and be great partners in those conflicts, in those conversations, in those dialogues and discussions. That, to me, seems like a really great life. And a really great network. And a really great group of people to live with. Into a company in everything that this whole journey is. So I hope you found this to be valuable and interesting. And as always, I wish you much love and hope that you have a fantastic holiday season and end of the calendar year. Thanks for listening. And as always, much love. Cheers.